Right now at Strava Craft Coffee, DNVR listeners, you guys can get 25% off your first purchase with the code DNVR25. And if you're a returning customer, you can use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your order. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. It can help relieve back pain, neck pain, arthritis, IBS, stuff that's been going on for a while, long-term uh, aches and pains that you just haven't been able to get rid of. Try out CBD, try out Strava Craft Coffee. It can really help a lot. So use the code DNVR20 for 20% off. If you're a first-time customer, DNVR25 will eat 25% off at StravaCraftCoffee.com. What is up, everybody, and welcome into a very late-night edition of the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Bye-bye. Right here from... The Bones Lounge! Let's go! We're in the Bones Lounge! We're in the Island Lounge! No, it's the, it's the Boneyard. Yeah, the Boneyard! We're in the Boneyard indeed. The Denver Nuggets with the 26th pick in the 2021 NBA Draft select Bones Highland out of VCU, a shooting guard, actually really a combo guard who can do a little bit of both. We're going to get into that, but most notably a bucket. Absolute score. A little skinny, but an absolute score. And we're going to break it all down, as well as everything else that happened or did not happen in this draft tonight. And I got my esteemed call. If you guys missed it, if you want to go back and watch all of our live reaction to the show, of course, that is up on our YouTube page. You can go back and watch that. This is going to be our recap show that will also be part of the DNVR Nuggets podcast feed. So tomorrow when you wake up, you can check this one out right there in your podcast feed on your phone or wherever else you can listen to podcasts. I think you can do it on televisions these days, maybe on Alexa. How do we decide you do that? I think if you just rub your temples hard enough, you pick up like a signal. That's how it works. Yeah, Yeah, isn't Alexa some sort of like genie or a, like it is a like a technical or genie. That's right. Uh, I got the squad here tonight. Full squad. I got superstar dev. I think that you should uh podcasting is really cool if you if you can't watch it personally, but the opening video classic <laughs> stuff, man. You have to go back and watch that opening. Dev loves just because his role it's so in that. classic. I, he loves his First role off, in my that. acting was It's really good. Really it was good. Was really good. I was you know what it was? It's cuz you were actually playing Call of Duty. You, you acting? You yeah. draw from life. He's a method actor. But also, what was even better than my acting? The fact that everybody else could act. I was actually shocked about that. I didn't think that everyone else could act. Super producer Kale. So you got to go back and check that out. Of course, over here, I got Brendan Vote, the boy with the boyish charm. The yeah. man with the boyish charm. The, the boy the with man the mannish. With... Yeah. Right, hang on. Wait a second. Would you rather fight one Faku-sized Jokic? <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all you got. That's uh, my intro. Over here, of course, I got D-Line Co. What's up, guys? Uh, we're to the point of the draft that I like where I don't have to know about a bunch of people. I know about the one guy. That we got so the true. Denver Nugget Bones Highland Nashon Nashon. How do we pronounce his first name? Bones. Bones. I think you go with Bones. Yeah, Bones. Well, I mean, it's, it's obviously Bones, really, well, but we're gonna call uh, Bones. But I'm ready to go deep. I'm ready to go bone deep, you guys. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Might say that the Nuggets oh, in this draft got Bones. Let's freaking go, dude. I'm it ready. was actually quite a surprise. So to play to tell you how this draft unfurled. Uh, we actually could probably pull up the big board still here, Kel, if you could, if you want to load that up just for a second here. I'll give you a little runway here. But they go, first three picks go chalk. After that, you got Cade Cunningham, you got Jalen Green, you got Evan Mobley. Everybody had that one, two, three. You thought maybe there'd be a trade, maybe something, but probably it was going to go that way. It was straight chaos after that. This entire draft, I don't think I have seen a draft go so far afield from what was consensus and what all of the mock drafts seem to be predicting with all of their intel. Uh, than what this one did. And at the end of the day, the Nuggets still wound up with their choice of who we thought were their top picks. Jaden yeah. Springer, Deuce McBride. You thought, okay, they're both there. They get to pick. What do they do? 
They go for Bones Highland. Bones Highland. What was your reaction when you first saw the pick? I think that the, the reaction was, wow, everybody's guy is on the board. Yeah. Everybody is right. All exactly, of our guys, yeah. Everywhere we're, like, where we think that they're supposed to go. And somehow, just like every draft that I see um, during the day, Harrison gets it right. I was just uh, my, like, uh, my big takeaways. Wins never that, wrong. Damn, I, I, how does it happen? Like really, Harrison is a robot. I've really been figuring this out. He, he calls out the like the Bones Highland, and I mean that that had to be the guy. Um, Harrison, by the way, right now speaking with Bones Highland and doing the pressers. I'm sure a little bit later, Tim Conley will also address the media, so we'll have Wind covering all that. He'll join us to let us know what was said. But yeah, Bones Highland. So. Um, just to give a quick rundown, he's a sophomore at VCU. Uh, he played, he ran the team really as a freshman. He was more of like a lead ball handler creator. They end up adding a point guard in his sophomore season. And in that sophomore season, he segues perfectly to a shooting guard, to an off-ball scorer. So I think there's something to, you know, it's, it's actually pretty rare for a player to be able to, to be a chameleon and evolve and say, oh, especially go from lead ball handler to off-ball scorer. That you know, so that seamlessly. You think about even like a Jamal Murray or Monte Morris, great players. They can even struggle sometimes with with going back and forth. There, Bones seems to do that uh, do that really well. But the thing that sticks out to him, the, the top line, if you were kind of giving a description on Bones Highland, the guy can absolutely shoot it from deep. Takes really deep threes, well, like NBA range and beyond. Logo three pointers in college shot them with confidence and would knock them down. He has a very beautiful form. He's got incredible balance on his shot. He can go from full speed off the dribble, stop on a dime and pull up, a la Kevin Durant or even a Jamal Murray has been known to do. So he's a guy that, before we get to any of the weaknesses, first and foremost, he can absolutely shoot the basketball. Yeah, this is a talented player. Like, this isn't yeah. some. And it's also not necessarily a huge reach. I mean, if you've been paying attention, like right. Bones was a late first, early second guy. So, um, I, yeah, look, he can shoot the lights out. Um, there's upside there defensively because while he's a small guard, he is a little longer than we've talked about so far. I mean, defense isn't a strength, but it's also not necessarily a helpless category. Right. A total complete weakness. Um, we'll see how he evolves in terms of being on ball on a team with players that are better than him. Yeah. That was not the case in college, and so it was score, score, score. That might be his role off the bench one day, but in terms of evolving, evolving into something more, uh, I'm curious to see how his feel for the game expands at the next level. I think one of the things that we'll talk about, I want, I want to stick to some of the positives. We're not going to run from the negatives for him. Or obviously, you know, he's a 26 pick, so there's always going to be a little bit of, you know, give and take, positives, negatives, whatever. But I want to stick with some of the positives. Sure. And so, okay, he can shoot. He's got a good off-the-dribble game. Like, he can score off the dribble. Another thing about him, what, do we have an update? Jared Butler to the Jazz. I just oh, don't like when the Jazz yeah, when get the good Jazz players. Gave a Butler, but man, talk about a fall. That was a... Uh, that was a bowl, bowl esque fall. We're recording mm. this, of course, as the second round is starting to wrap up a bit. What was that, 40th pick? 40th pick. So correct. we still got a lot. I don't anticipate that there will be another Nuggets move, but we're obviously going to keep our eyes on it. If it breaks, we're going to take that to you right away. Um, but, Eric, the other thing about him, Bones has a great backstory, a, a, a really. From a character standpoint, he's sure. faced a lot of adversity. I don't want to say a great backstory because that involves some tragedies that he's had to overcome, including a fire that was set to uh, the apartment he was living in and lost even some family members there, was able to overcome that. He broke. A, he, he injured himself jumping from the window uh, of this apartment building and ended up having to miss a junior season of, of AAU hoops. And he's overcome all of that. 
uh, to be able now to be an NBA, a first-round draft pick with a guaranteed contract coming over to the NBA. So, uh, very, uh, you know, he's a guy that has overcome a lot. But here's the thing that I'm getting texts about and hearing about. And maybe the best personality in the draft. Best personality. He is, I think, a candidate for Mr. Nugget. What? Future Mr. Whoa, Nugget. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I am told from a lot of we, people, whoa, he, we, he will be current, a player which, that... This isn't disparaging anyone. I'm just saying it puts another hat in the ring for a guy okay, that right. will, could be a fan favorite. That's a pretty tall order. We're, we're on a team full of uh, fan favorites. So true. We love our Nuggets. Wind is talking to him for the first time, so I, I want to hold off. And t- I want Wind's assessment in that we've established that Wind's never wrong. That's, That's right. We need yeah. to see if Harrison Wind feels like there's real candidacy for a future Mr. Nugget, but... I mean, my God, like the, the backstory is insane. Like as Harrison was telling it, I mean, you just your jaw just starts dropping. Like, oh, my God, this when you, is unbelievable. When you say best personality. Yeah, what does that mean? Is, like, is this Austin Rivers co- or is this Marshawn Lynch? Like, is this, uh, yeah. <laughs> is this more, <laughs> most colorful personality? Yeah, I think it's charisma. Mm. I think it's charisma. I think it's fun, happy, and and charismatic is, 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 sort, is sort of what. And I like the card that Kel just pulled up because we, we do this with physical comps. Lou Williams. Uh, style comp Jamal Crawford and I love that Jamal Crawford comp because one he's an absolute bucket like he can just score off the bounce he's very confident in his shot and he's good with it but also you see up there on the strengths shifty he does have this very shifty sort of way of moving a la Jamal Crawford one of the shiftiest one-on-one scorers and I think that comp to me Dev that that's the comp that really stands out to me I think he could be a Jamal Crawford type scorer yeah just having the story like stands out like like the most for me like for a young adult to have to go through such a a tragedy and then to come back bounce back um go through like a a real injury and not only are you going through an injury you're going through like loss of like loved ones he lost his grandma and his brother in that whole thing and you still bounce back you go through your injury you come back his first game back he scores 40, 40 points that's that's wild. That's just a story. And then to just keep on going, to, to keep bouncing back and to have you got to have a, a good support system around you for you to stick with it. You go to VCU, you, you put up huge numbers and you become a draft pick and you still um, have the idea that you're the, the best character like that. That's a story. That's a nugget. That's a nugget um, characteristic. That's a nugget personality, um, the perseverance like you got to love it and that's a guy that you root for then you go to the basketball like on the basketball court that's a guy that really believes in himself and he can score like when you see the type of scoring that he does like usually there's creative finishers like around the rim he's doing step back threes from yep. NBA ran- range he's um shooting over bigger guys he's- and it's a pretty shot sometimes there's great shooters and you look at it and you're like what a, even Lonzo was this way in college he shot a lot of NBA threes but it just looks so gross Bones' shot's very pretty Everything about it is just smooth. Like Very he's smooth. a smooth basketball player um, that really knows like that he can score the, the the basketball. So like those are the type of like players, like the type of player that you're getting in. You put them in a situation where everybody else is go getters. Everybody else is also like they all have their own story. Especially being in the NBA, everybody has to overcome something. But he seemed to like gone through a lot more than other people, and he's still here, and he's still going to be a part of the team. And that's something that you build around. Um, as well as a guy that really can help the Nuggets in the long term. So you look at him, and obviously the thing, if you pull that card up again for us, Kale, his uh, player profile here, obviously the thing that sticks out about him is the 190 pounds. And if you just kind of look at him, I mean, you don't get a nickname like Bones 
Unless you're probably uh, oh right, uh, skin and bones. skeletal, skin and bones, really where it comes from. Although is that, I heard, is that, you think there's it would have been saw, a, a I, good alternative nickname for Jokic. Just saying, bones. <laughs> yeah, but it's a. Uh, uh, I, I also read somewhere that he also went by Busy Bones, which I also like. Uh, a little throwback to my old uh, to Bones bone Thugs, bone thugs days, you and know, harmony. a little, little Busy bo- Bones, Bones Nugs and Harmony. <laughs> but um, the thing you obviously, obviously notice about him is his size, and you know we talked about the injury he sustained. It was, a, a, I believe, he injured his patella tendon his junior year and had to miss an entire year. Well, one of the things about Bones is that he's a little bit of a late bloomer. You know, he had some. Connecticut interested in some of those schools, but it wasn't like a Duke. He wasn't like a consensus five-star. I don't think anybody was talking about him as an NBA player as a senior in high school, but he had a fantastic freshman season in college, and I think at that point he was a all A-10 player, and I th- or freshman of the year as A-10, something, something like that. And then he started to develop, and I think a lot of people said, well, he's one of those guys that has showed a lot of potential, but we'll see if it actualizes. And then, of course, his sophomore season, he averages almost 20 points per game, um, does so fairly efficiently. I mean, we're talking about 37% from the three-point line, again, on such difficult shots. Right. So I say all that to say he's a late riser. He's a guy that has sort of really made a leap over the last year. And when you factor in the injury, you factor in the, his size and his body right. type, I think that actually tracks. That it's like, okay, he was a little undersized, but now that now that he's no longer like C.J. McCollum, maybe now it's like the skill is catching up, or his body's catching up to the skill. He's definitely... I'm sorry, you I know, here. I thought that was something I wasn't ready. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I've I'm, I'm, I'm been watching highlights since this... Uh, he's a great highlight. He's a great highlight. He's a great highlight. Which, I mean, if you really get down to it, is the whole point of watching basketball, is it not? That is a good point. To well, be in entertained by the whole point. playing basketball. Well, I mean, sometimes it's all you have. It's sometimes, sometimes all, it's you, all have. you have. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited. I like the idea of just a guy that can just come in and be exciting, fill it up, like, you know, like get, especially if we're talking about a second unit that oftentimes can get stuck in the mud, like we're looking for offense. I don't know at all how he fits on this team currently, like, but I'm not even really thinking about that. I just like bringing talent under this roof and like trying to figure out like how to make it work down the line. The other thing too is, is this a guy that was even better than he looked? I mean, often with these guys and you look at the college numbers, you go, okay, maybe should that be a little higher? And it's just, well, this was a very good player on a not so good team or whatever. And um, I just wonder like that clip, that three point clip from, from Bones, that's a high volume, high degree of difficulty, non-optimal setting number. And I think it it's it's it almost undersells how skilled he is offensively. And, and to the point Adam was making and Edgar's making in the comments, without that injury, does he go to a bigger program? Is he a, a more heralded prospect? Is he even there at 26? Right. So there's plenty Woo-hoo. of upside here. You don't have to necessarily just look at this effect. as Tim likes him and no one else did. I mean, this was a guy on a lot of teams' boards, I would think. And he's a guy uh, again that was as a freshman in a different different role and actually tasked with doing some things that were maybe above him. He was a sixth man, but right. he might have been actually the team's second best player. Uh, and then he goes into a sophomore season and then elevates, of course, and becomes this this breakout scorer and and actualizes all this. You know, we talk about the shot that's been great. He's got a really good wingspan, and also he's got really good finishing around the rim. So as mm. skinny as he is, usually with skinny players, and, a sp- and he's like for real skinny guys. This isn't like skinny, but he weighs a lot. No, he weighs nothing. Like Will Barton, skinny, skinny. Uh, maybe even Corey Brewer. I mean, he's smaller. This is mm. the thing. Will Barton is like six six, six sure, seven. Right. Uh, we're talking about six two here with bones. 
but he's a really good finisher around the rim because he's a creative finisher. You know, he's got just like good body control. So um, that that's one thing. Sometimes when you get good shooters that can't finish inside, you think that even cuts off one of their skills because then guys can push into him. I don't think that'll be the case with Bones. I think he projects to be a three-level score, mid-range off the dribble, pick and roll off the dribble, the three-point line, and at the rim. He's got some of those extendo arms yeah. that oh. finishes, you know. Those, what was it, Mr. That's, that's Mr. Gadget? Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow, what a superpower. Yeah, that, I was going to say, what is he, a superhero? Uh, yeah. No, it's it's not. It's Inspector Gadget. And thank you. I knew I was wrong. After watching one interview clip, I've decided he might be the might coolest, the dude, coolest in dude in Denver. In Denver? I'm telling you. I'm this. in Denver. Well, 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 hold on. Uh, to RK's point, though, this is the intel I was getting is that, like, he's going to be a fan favorite. As soon as the fans get, like, a microphone in front of this guy's face, they're going to really just love him. Very, very likable guy, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, you got to be good to do that, though. You have to be good. You got to be That's true. <laughs> but he's, that like, streetball good. Like, he learned the trash talking probably as he – parallel track to learning basketball Yeah, the trash talking. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're, you're, but you're absolutely right. Like he's got to play. You can't be. Yeah. You can't be. Like, Shaq Harrison could have the best personality. We're not going to be like, all right, Mr. Nugget here. <laughs> there. So, Bones definitely, I think, a development. Um, going to be going to have to develop in that regard. One interesting note, you know, he comes from that DMV area. He comes from the East Coast. Got some connections, I believe. I have some intel on this, but I'm going to have to do a little bit more digging. I believe he played on Will Barton's AAU team back in eighth grade. Wow. And developed a friendship with Will Barton even there and, and considers him a mentor. So it's kind of interesting. I know a lot of people uh, would hit me up saying, hey, it looks like they have a Will Barton replacement, you know, score, six-man score or whatever. Maybe not the case. Maybe this is even a Will Barton enticement piece. Like, hey, so look who on. we got. So Bones me, is here. You got to stay. So let me wrap my, my mind around what you're saying. So you're saying that Tim Connolly drafted a guy with ties to the Baltimore – that's Maryland it's a area of the country. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. I'm gonna need a minute. Don't come back to me for a while. They're really they're gonna get Reggie Bullock. Huh? They're just gonna. <laughs> it's, it really is. So I get, we're three years away from just being Jokic, Murray, and all and and, all the, and the cast from The Wire. <laughs> and the cast from The Wire. Well, Snoop will be there. Snoop, oh, yeah. Omar. Snoop, size of the issue, but you know, God, there's a <laughs> lot of issues with there. Snoop in the league. There's a lot of issues. Um, if we can move, we'll segue now onto some of the negatives. You know, in the size, we've already referenced it. He is probably not a first-year player for the Denver yeah. Nuggets. Not to say that he won't play. I mean, right. Marcus Howard right. played. Right. But I don't know that he's a guy that we're going to look at and say, yeah, I'll bet you he gets 15 minutes a game this year. That would be a shock. Yeah, I mean, there's there's negatives about there's already an overload at the guard position, and you add another guard that kind of does the same thing as the guards that you have. You have a Dozier. You have... Um, Marcus Howard that already shoot the ball and won to score with that second unit. Um, so that, you know, that makes it hard. Uh, looking longer down the road, if you do keep Barton around for a while, then does he accept to be like being in the second unit eventually? Because right now he's going to step into a starter role because there's guys out. But even Will then, he? I mean, that's one of my questions. Will he play this year? Right now, do you think like just knowing I know there's a lot to learn, but do you think he's a guy that should expect to even play backup minutes this year? I don't think so. Yeah. That's why I said longer down the road. I oh, really okay. do not. Yeah, I do not think he plays this year. Um, I think that he's like this is this is a G League year for him. I, I know that people don't believe that he's going to play. In, I think he's going to be a G League guy. I agree. Um, just you. because I, I do believe that they have so many guards. And some of their guards already didn't play a lot of minutes last year, and they're going to go up the pecking order. Well, so mean, you have to start from somewhere. Wouldn't it be? I mean, it'd be so foolish to bring him and not 
playing. Like, why is it better for him to sit on the bench than it is to actually get to log minutes in Grand Rapids? Well, the Rapids? G League le uh, season, I believe, also begins uh, later. So, and I think for a reason that you actually players do go to camp and they do all you that, do the guy and you the go team. in for a couple weeks, right, and then right, it's like, right. all right, G League starts. I would, but I would be amazed if this guy didn't just go down and, and play uh, or go up and play on Grand Rapids and light it up. How exciting is that, by I'm the way? I'm so excited. Can you imagine if he did? I can't even was tell like, you, dude. He might go to the go-go, or you know, we might have to send him to Grand yeah, Rapids. He, he, like, no, we're sending him to our team. He's going to the art coaches or whatever. We're right. going to tell him, hey, here's what we need you to develop. Go and do it, and we're going to get to watch those. So now you look at a G League team with Grand Rapids, and you think, okay, Marcus Howard probably, if he returns, you got maybe Bobo. We expected him to be traded. So far, that has not been the case. Um, is there a chance we could get? Grand Rapids gold games easier than Denver Nuggets games. I think it's kind of a lot because I believe they're still on on Facebook. So yes, I think <laughs> oh that you are going to have absolute ability to watch that <laughs> while struggling to watch I'll, the Nuggets. I'll go. I'll play a little devil's advocate though. Yeah. Like, oh boy. Okay, one of those guards has a torn ACL, and the other one, uh, another one, might not be on the team. Marcus Howard a, still, yeah, in a week's time. Well, also I'm talking about Will Barton, right? Who we still oh, don't sure. know. Um, so I mean, there's absolutely a chance that. A, there's just guard minutes available, but B, the second unit gets gets going, looks an awful lot like last year. We're looking around for Sparks, ways to shake it up, and, and he's one of those first options. So. By getting Jones, do you think that that solidifies them bringing back Will Barton? There's no wings that the Nuggets have on their team. They don't go draft a wing or a guy that could actually fill in right now. So the idea has to still be Murray or, you know, just another backup guy to get the second unit going. Does well, that solidify? Well, you're look the guys that I think you can feel confident being in the rotation as things stand right now are Jamal Murray, who's out for most of the year. Yes. So then you've got Faku, Dozier, yes. and Monte. So that's three. You probably need five. You're only going to play four, but you need five because you know one's always down. There's one person always hurt. If that's Will Barton, then maybe you don't need to go outside. Maybe you say, okay, you got those four, and then behind them are Bones and Marcus, and we can move some pieces around if we need. But if Will Barton is gone, then I think absolutely you're right. Like Denver would have to be forced to go out. Even if it was the end of free agency and Barton leaves and there's nobody left, Denver would be forced to go out and find some veteran player because I don't think they would they would want to go into the season with Bones can work his way into a lineup should he be awesome. But I don't think the Nuggets, there's any way the Nuggets could go into the season expecting him to play. That's just yeah, the, the nature absolutely. of it. But I mean, I'm just saying like it's a much thinner line than between plan A and those RJ minutes in the middle of the season, right? Than we than we think sometimes. That's all. Bones, another guy, really good in transition, and Denver hasn't been a big transition team. I wonder if this is uh, another player that hmm. maybe can like Michael Porter's clearly a player in transition that loves you know that that really works for. Maybe this is another piece that you kind of inject some of that speed into. Um, defensively, you know, he doesn't have the reputation for being a great defender in large part because he is six foot two, one hundred and sixty pounds, seventy pounds. Um, tiny. So tiny guy. Also, I don't think that you're going to be able to switch. You know, Denver's not really a switching team anyway, but he's, I mean, look, he's going to struggle to guard ones and twos, I think, but threes, fours, forget about it. There's just no way he's going to get switched onto LeBron James in, in a playoff. So, um, so he has, I think, there's some work to be done, but he does have that great wingspan. So at right. least there's something there for him to be like a lane, you know, play the lanes or whatever kind of guy. And like decent instincts, he's not, it's not, like, I know it can be a little bit of a chucker on offense, but he knows how to play basketball. I mean, there's, right. there's, can he wreak havoc in passing lanes with that length, those instincts, getting himself in transition? Does he have a nose for the ball that way? Um, I'll be interested to see. I mean, I definitely uh, 
I, I do I just want to draw a difference between like okay this is a different direction philosophically and oh this is a bummer pick I really don't think it's the latter I'm kind of excited about it the more we talk about it it's Dude. because it's a super fun pick so you think back to the bummer super pick. fun pick. the bummer yeah. pick was Tyler Lydon who was like not the guy anybody was p- thinking about. He had yeah. bust potential, turned out to be right. But he was not also not fun. There was a third <laughs> wheel to all this where you're like, also, it's kind of tough to read had, for this yeah, guy. He, well, he had bust certainty, and he had, <laughs> and he came in with, uh, yeah, he had bummer vibes, dude. He did have some bummer vibes, whereas Bones has some great vibes. Dude, but okay. many of the same questions. Of, of I'll say this. I don't think that Bones listens to Simple Plan, and that's a good start. <laughs> well, oh. we'll have to ask him about that. Bones we'll and I are very that. similar in some regards. That one. <laughs> that one. That, that's the only one. <laughs> so real quick, let's just kind of talk about grading because Jared's, Jaden Springer was on the board there who was a, a sort of 3 and D type type mold for Denver. A lot bigger, a lot more physical. We all thought that was like the top choice. Um, Deuce McBride was also still available there. We thought he was another, again, defensive guard. Okay, could fit the mold. With that in mind, how would you grade Denver's decision tonight? Because we all thought we hoped those guys are available. They were. They went a different direction. I'll start with you. Um, I'm not high on it. I mean, I, I I like the fact that they have a guy that they want, I guess. But to, he doesn't make the team better. I think that that's the idea. Is they already have scoring. They already have scorers. Um, yes, he'll come in and he'll fit a role, like, eventually when you know what the idea behind it is. Um, so that's not anything that I can question. But when you just on the outside looking in and you look back at the Nuggets last year, you say they need defense. They need a guy that can slow guys down. They need a guy that you could just put out there um, to help Aaron Gordon um, at times on the defensive end because they don't have many more guys that can, can lock up. So bringing a guy in that could play defense and, and putting him in a situation where he's going to play big minutes, that would have made sense. Bringing in a score that's just going to light it up doesn't make a lot of sense. So I'm not as high on it. But I'm happy that it happened, and I, I'll talk myself into it more eventually. So what grade are we thinking, a C plus? I'll give it a C plus. I'll give yeah. it a C plus, which, which is like uh, happy in some homes. In my home, <laughs> C pluses were not that good. <laughs> okay. uh, vote. I'm going to give it a B plus, guys. As, as we've sat here and we've talked a lot, I found myself pushing back on my initial philosophy. I just... How many guys are ready to help a team in year one, year two at 26? Um, you know what I mean? Like Springer is a defensive prospect and, and certainly helps the prospects of Denver's defense. But is that like, a, oh, now they're ready to win the title this year and they weren't prior to that pick? Uh, I, I, I see the talent. I see the electricity. He's a fun guy. Um, I like the idea of keeping the asset train rolling. Yes, Denver needs guys that can help them now. I don't know how many were there at 26, and maybe Bones can more than we've given him credit for. Um, a scorer off the bench is exciting. So I'll say B+. Plus. I won't go into the A range, though, just because there there's a need that's not addressed. See, for me, it's like I look at a guy. I mean, Harrison put the tweet out uh, yesterday that we've referenced several times of the number 26 pick that has happened the past 10 years, and it was it's not very a good. laundry list of absolute mediocrity. It's yeah. guys that you either have already forgotten about or wish that you could forget about. Furkan Korkmaz, I think, was the highlight. Landry Shamit, I, I believe, was on there as well. Um, to me, I look at this guy. He looks like he has an elite skill, right? And the fact that you can get somebody with elite skill level potentially shooting, I mean, his shoot, like, obviously... I mean, I'm just looking at highlights like everybody else, so I'm not getting the, the, the full picture. But what I'm seeing is, like, 
really exciting. Like, does he fit what the Nuggets need right now? Absolutely not. But I, I don't even know what the Nuggets need right now, frankly. Like, the, yeah. the Nuggets are in a very confusing place. And if, they're, if, they're, if they're drafting for need right now, like, I don't even think they understand what that is. And, and mm. it, it, to you, me, that's foolish. If you take a look at that list, though, all of those guys were exciting at a point in time in uh, college. And, you know, at course, the time. I mean, of course, of course, of course. To, so to me, to me, it's like, listen, like the prospect of drafting at 26 is dicey to begin with. You should really try to swing for the fences. Like you should try a guy that you think has the highest upside in one regard or the other. And, you know, getting a defensive specialist, a guy that can lock somebody down. Again, like you can find a Tory Craig. Like you, you can find guys that can just stay in front. Like, it's not that difficult to find guys that are just able to move their feet and are hustlers, you know? So I like, I mean, I'll never doubt Tim Connolly. I I just trust the guy so much. Like he has the ability to find needles and haystacks. He shows this over and over and over. What a funny actual talent that would be. To find needles and haystacks. I'm really, really good at it. it. Yeah. I just have a knack for it. He probably just has like a magnet. Right, that's probably true. It's actually probably not that impressive. Just sticks a magnet. Yeah, you just gotta do that for a while. So, but I'm just this saying, guy's like, a fraud. <laughs> yeah, like I, I would feel silly to just to, to give it a, a bad grade. Like I, obviously, it's incomplete for me. I don't know enough about the guy, no. but I, I'm excited by this. And to me, on draft night, like it, to come out of it and feel like a little bit energized and a little bit, uh, you know, hopeful for what to, is to come for the Nuggets. Like, that's, that's all I'm looking for. Well, why don't we hit another break here? I'm going to actually, by the way, B minus. Um, I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. Um, but at the same time, I was hoping there was a more like, oh, this is my guy. This is whatever. But I will say the funness of Bones really elevates this for me. It makes me optimistic. And again, like you said, Tim Conley knows ball, like knows hoopers. He's a hooper. So I'm excited to find out. But let's take a break. On the other side, what what's the elephant in the room about Bones Island? He has a fantastic nickname. Fantastic. Fantastic nickname. So we're going to talk about that. We have a little fan vote episode we're going to do on nicknames. Well, listen, if you want to to watch Bones Highland or any of the Denver Nuggets, where do you go, guys? Anyone know? The DNVR bar. Good guess, but the other one. Ball Arena. Ball Arena. Uh. And I bring that up because Ball is sponsoring us right now across the DNVR network. Yeah, that ball, the same one as in the aerospace technology company, as in the world's largest aluminum cannon packaging manufacturer. Ball's been the leading global sustainability, been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. In 2018 and 2019, Ball Aerospace developed image surveillance systems to observe natural resources from space and methane, ozone, even land and water use. Ball's ASI, Aluminum Steward Initiative Certification, makes it a leader in the stewardship of aluminum while meeting the highest environmental, ethical, and social standards with their market value chain. I don't know what any of that means, but it all sounds good. By 2030, Ball aims to reduce operational carbon emissions by 55%. How about that? How about that? Are they still hiring guys? Yes, they are. Right right here in Golden, Colorado, you can check out hashtag work at ball online and to apply for a position at that aluminum can plant, text golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for golden. That's jobs.ball.com and search for golden or simply text golden to 77222. Uh, hey, we made a lot of money tonight. And Hell we did, yeah, we did. We did, we did that take thanks to two parties. Uh, party one, Superstar Dev. Party two, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Uh, speaking of America, for the second time. all of our I've top really athletes are over twice. in Tokyo competing for the gold, uh, or at least some of them. And DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer just for our listeners. Listen to this great offer, despite what Adam says over me no, in the microphone close. just right next to me. 
Uh, place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits. That's 100 to 1 odds on an American athlete to stand on the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze. We do that a lot, so get in on this. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often, unless, of course, you have DraftKings Sportsbook app, because they do this stuff all the time. Don't miss out on this one, though. Uh, download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. If America wins a medal, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, back here at DNVR Nuggets Podcast. We're recapping the NBA Draft 2021 edition. Nuggets take Bones Highland. Bones, Eric, I imagine there's something you could do with some T-shirt designs with oh, my, Bones uh, dude, nickname. My Men- Highland, to be honest. Is he Highlander? Dude, my Menchies are quite fun. Really? <laughs> a lot of people with ideas? Uh, no, just a lot of people saying, like, uh, this is fertile territory. Very fertile. Very li- yeah. A lot of people really looking for. It. Let's see. I've got yeah, like Greg Johnson. You're like, ah, what can I do here? Steve Peterson. I don't know. Crystal what Ghost. Do. What? Bones Highland. I don't even know what to do. I feel like uh, I feel like Christmas a little bit. Like I can't really sleep. I don't know what to do with my hands. The you know nightmare what before do? Christmas. There's some bones uh, in that. Holy Ooh. smokes! That's just word association. That don't get to it. <laughs> well, what do you think my that I do for every shirt? <laughs> really like the foundation I like, I like you just sitting in a room with like music and you're like bones coming to me yeah, yeah. skeletons yeah so it's a big night it's a big night for uh the dnvr locker i would say uh it's dude i don't know this is uh it's just like another night last year where we were like oh man we didn't get the right big man and then we're like the next day we were like oh we're dumb Yep. <laughs> we're dumb. Yeah, we are dumb. Um, so coming up later on the show, guys, we're going to have Matt Moore join us. We're also going to have Harrison Wind, who's right now talking to Bones Island. He's going to report on that. But first, you did a fan vote tonight. Yeah. Uh, finally, I knew where I could find some Nuggets fans on hand, the DNVR bar during the draft night. Oh, um, yeah. Got together with my man Aaron, with the great people downstairs, and we uh, we got to the bottom of this uh, of this nickname debate, guys. Time to find out who has the best nickname in the in the NBA draft. What up? What's happening? Welcome to another episode of The Fan Vote. I'm Brendan Vote. It's draft day here in Denver, and I think I know where we should go to finally find a bunch of Nuggets fans hanging out. There's no place like home, baby. Let's head into DNVR. All right, we're inside. I uh, finally found some Nuggets fans. I'm here with Justin and Cade. Gentlemen, there are some great, great names, some great nicknames in this year's draft. Uh, I need your help deciding the best. We've got Bones Highland and Deuce McBride. That's neither of their real names, but that's what they go by in real life. I need you to vote for me, Justin. Which one's better and why? Deuce. Because sometimes you just got to drop a deuce. Perfect start, Justin. That's exactly the highbrow content we're after here on the fan vote. Cade, what say you? I'm going to go also with deuce, and I'm going to go for the same reason because I also like dropping deuces. Look at that. Just a couple of high-class gentlemen here. All right. It's the draft of nicknames, guys, and we've got two great ones, Bones Highland and Deuce McBride. Uh, I need a definitive vote. What's the better fake name slash nickname? Deuce. Why is that? I mean, Deuce. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Everyone's on the same page with Deuce. What say you? I'm going with Bones. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I'm a lanky human also, so I go for that. What about you? I'll go with Bones as well because, A, my wife just said Bones. This is the right answer. Uh, but also trombone's a cool instrument. It makes, like, the weird slide noises. So I played the trombone in sixth grade. Fun fact, I was too small to reach seventh position. 
So they tied a string around my finger and I just threw it out. All right, I'm back with a recurring character on the fan vote. Not a character, he's a real person. I've got Mitchell. Um, Mitchell, it's the, it's the draft of nicknames. I need a definitive vote. Deuce McBride or Bones Highland and why? Uh, Bones Highland. I, I'm not sure why. I just think that's really cool. All right, let's go find someone else. Let's see if there's anyone in here. Okay, that's a vote for Deuce McBride. All right, I'm here with Brian. Uh, Brian, I'm telling everyone this is the draft of nicknames and cool names, um, but I need to know who's got the better nickname, Deuce McBride or Bones Highland, and why? Oh, it's gotta be Bones. You gotta own being that skinny. I love it, I love it. And Brian, did you ever play basketball? I did. Were you any good? In my head, I was. That's honesty, I appreciate it. Did you have a nickname slash, if you had to give yourself one, Brian, what would it be? Ooh, I did not have a nickname back then, but it's obvious I'm an elite athlete. That's right. So I would say the only correct answer right now would be Dad Bod Johnson. Dad Bod Johnson. That's our grand prize winner so far tonight. If you also had a nickname that dominated your life to the point where it usurped your real actual name, what nickname would you go with? Scary Bird. Scary Bird. Why is that? Because I'm like Larry Bird, but... Uh, Minus the mustache, a little bit more scary. You do kind of give me the vibes that, like, if I didn't pay you back in time, you'd kick my ass. Uh, yes, sir. We've got Bones Highland and Deuce McBride. I need a definitive vote. What's the better nickname and why? Uh, you got to go Bones. Great answer. And if you had a nickname yourself, or did you ever have a nickname yourself in sports, what would it be slash what was it? Uh, I never had a nickname in sports. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it would be. I, I got nothing, man. It'd probably be Bones. I'm here with Drew and Rob. Guys, we've got some sick-ass names and nicknames in this year's draft, um, notably Deuce McBride and Bones Highland. So I got a question for each of you. Which one's the better nickname and why? I got to go with Bones. Uh, you don't see as many Bones as Deuces, I feel like. Well said. That was Gandhi who first said that, I believe. Uh, what about you? I'm going to say Deuce just because he didn't. Good answer. Okay, now I'm going to switch it up. Uh, I need each of you to give the other one a nickname that replaces their first name. Deuce. Deuce, what about you? Bones. These guys are geniuses. I love those. Me too, man, they're super fun. They're yeah. super, super fun. Shout out to all my friends in the bar who are very willing and eager to participate tonight. I like the guys said Deuce. Yeah, yeah. Deuce, that was the big man. theme. Um, also, shout out Yahir, sorry I walked in on you in the bathroom, buddy. Um, <laughs> you guys have nicknames? Oh, this is like confessional time. You're like, are you going to share this? I want you for, to have for one. four years in college. Honest to God, people straight face looked me in the eyes and they called me B Rad to the wow. point where to what? the point where there were people who didn't know my name was Brendan, and uh, I thought it was cool at the time. I'm 28 now. B Rad. I don't introduce myself as B Rad. Did they just think you were Brad? I don't. There was a B in there. B Rad. <laughs> I might have asked them to do it now that I remember, uh, uh, but it happened for about four years. Dude, it's embarrassing to walk around as an adult with a nickname. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. You all call me D-Line all the time. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are D-Line. Do you ever have a nickname? Right. Right. <laughs> you know what's funny? Adam's incensed. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you know what's funny about this, though, is that D-Line is such a funny nickname, and it's like perfect you know, for you. But you, it's naturally that you should be Weeds, which I, is an actual cool yo, nickname. Yo, listen. my Yes. Weeds, uh, when I was in fourth grade, it would, in the more... Uh, Derisive way, people called me Air Dick, 
we be dumb. <laughs> air dick, we be dumb. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I think that, that means out. middle air. school is so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if that means dick full of air or air where a dick should be. <laughs> Are we doing online with D-Line? What's going on? Do you have a, do you have a nickname? You he did. He Man, I mean, I've, I've had a lot of a lot of nickname. If I had to give myself a nickname, it would have been like Mo, Mo bitches and Mo. Uh, unbelievable. I would have just kept on going with the Mo. Still alive. We're still alive, guys. But um, what? yeah, I, I had a lot of nicknames that I just created for myself. Um, my last name is Johnson. And look, oh, I was once dude, in this relationship. Mo Johnson. Mo Johnson. Mo. No, no, no nicknames. No nicknames. Oh my think god! What do you think about showers? Never mind. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Whatever. My bad. All right. Oh, where uh, were we? Where does Bones rank on the Denver Nuggets' current nickname? Hierarchy. Well, let, let's. Let, I mean, let's let's work this. Who out. are the contenders? So uh, we have Joker, Joker. the we Blue have Arrow, which is like come Blue on, Arrow. Uh, we have uh, MPJ slash Showtime. <laughs> That's right. We have Big Game Tay. Big Game Tay. Big Game Tay. Zeke. J Mike. J Mike. Yeah, that's just an abbreviated Marcus. name. Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. 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 I think that's official. Think that was a nickname. That's not really that's a nickname at all. I'm name. sending an email to Basketball Reference. Uh, Dad. Dad. <laughs> Actually, Dad was a great nickname. <laughs> and, 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 we all, and we also have Thrill. Thrill is pretty good. Thrill's Ooh. good. There's Piano Man. Piano, piano man. man, piano man. That's not really a nickname yeah. though. He just does play the piano. I'm yeah, gonna go Bones. Champ. I think Bones number one. I yeah, think, dude, Bones is like the Bones is, is so fantastic because it can work in so many ways. Like it could easily be the head of like a, a Hell's Angel, like the the motorcycle gang That's leader. Right. Bones yeah. Island could absolutely Bones, be. Bones Island definitely. Yeah, definitely Bones Island could easily be like chopper, a, like, a, like a Star Wars like. A, Bounty Hunter. Wow, that's true. <laughs> Bones Highland. But it sure. could all be a pirate. I mean, it, it really can go anywhere you want with this. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's incredibly versatile name. Dude, Bonesaw is ready. The, yes, and the thing is, it's like it's like Champ uh, and Boss Bailey, neither of the, which were given those names at birth, no. but no one cared. No one was going to call him <laughs> Roland. No one's going to call I mean, Nashan? Nashan? Do we know for, definitively how I, to pronounce Nish- his first name? Nashan? I don't know. Nashan? I don't care. His name is Bones. Yeah, it's, good. it's here to yeah. stay. Number it one seems like he's on board with that, too. It's and, fantastic. And thus, I'm his in. name is Bones. Yeah. Either way, guys, I want you to know, I didn't answer that my own question in the fan vote. Uh, if I My nickname would be Floral Jones. If I mean, if, if Floral I just, Jones? Floral Jones. I'm changing the first and the last I'm going to count. No, I think that your nickname should be Mo Bitches. <laughs> Mo Floral. Mo Floral. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Oh, did you want to right analyze now. some hoops or something? I, I don't know. Maybe we could get back to that. <laughs> if we step back and look at the broader um, things that happened with the Nuggets tonight, I thought they were going to trade Bull Bull. I really did. And it's not that they can't still trade him. I just thought that the most likely trade for him was for some kind of second-round pick. And I, don't you wonder if that they tried very hard and no one was interested? It's possible. Is that possible? It is possible. They're like, are you interested in a guy – that wanted no part of the team that he was on, including the coach playing him, him listening to uh, out of bounds or out of uh, d- circles up with the team got together and talking to one another. And he's a good 10 to 15 feet away. Is that somebody that might interest you on having your team? Allie, will you close the window? I'm getting a little draft in here. It feels a little windy. What? Yeah. Is it, oh my goodness. No, what it's is just, that? It's just a wind chime. Bombarded. Just, right. 
none other than Harrison Wynn, the man with the wind in his hair, who has just been speaking with Bones. I like that Allie looked up and was like looking around, and she's like, you idiot. You, you, she's like, you, you freaking dork. Um, Harrison, before you start with us, where we have to know, did oh, you have a nice, nickname right back fan. in the day? Yeah. I mean, it was just Harry. Like that was just that's, that, that's your name. That's just the diminutive of your name. <laughs> Harry. Yeah, my nickname was Mades back in the day, so it was not <laughs> a nickname. Uh, no, I didn't really have a nickname. You didn't have a nickname, huh? No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, it's a good sports name, I guess. I had an unfortunate one. Back, back, I used to love it. I used to go by AD. And now Anthony Davis Anthony has completely Davis. Yeah, ruined that's it. tough. Really tough. Why AD? I don't know. That's what people call me, AD. The athletic director? Nope, AD for <laughs> Adam. <laughs> that's lazy. Adam. That's, that might be the laziest one I've ever. They got to try harder for you, man. Uh, all right, Harrison. So you just spoke with Bones Island. Yeah, man. I can't wait for this. Bones Island just put on like an all-time post-draft interview, man. The guy was so, so hyped. Energy on 20 out of 10. Like, okay. he's so hyped to be with the Nuggets right now. You could just really sense it. He talked a lot about this pre-draft interview that he had with Denver. And my, my sense is that that interview sold the Nuggets on him. And I think that interview sold him on the Nuggets because I got the sense that he really wanted to go to the Nuggets. He said, like, when he was in that interview, he didn't want to leave the interview because he just liked talking with the Nuggets so much. As awesome as this is, it also kind of concerns me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's just part of the ingredients. Like, Denver obviously loves his game, but they love his personality and him as a person, too. This is like, you know, you're going to go in there and you're going to quit that job. You're going to finally stand up for yourself. You go in there and they're like, you see them walking back to the car. Like, uh, I'm actually coming in on Saturday now. They, they reversed it. This is what it sounds like. It's like they went into a meeting and tucked themselves into each other. And be like, no, eh, but it's the scouting. with Bones. We listen to the same music. No, 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 no. With Bones, it's 100% authentic. Like, he is 100% authentic. He says he rapped for the Nuggets during his interview. I've got questions about that. Because wow. rapping in the organization of Denver... Well, I, I said this when we talked about Troubled Bones history. on uh, a pre-draft show. He's in the top two of rappers on the Nuggets. <laughs> Ahead of Aaron Gordon. Oh, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I was about to say, you got Will Barton. You got, we got Will Barton and Aaron Gordon. You see, he's putting him ahead of Aaron Gordon. Right, right. Mainly Aaron Gordon's three. We can talk about one, two. But. <laughs> Are you, you're just saying that because Aaron Gordon rapped about not getting a 50, right? That's why? Yeah. <laughs> he could be a great rapper. He just chose a very terrible subject matter. Yeah. yeah, but he also might not be. He also might not be a great rapper. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. He he said, uh, I asked him about joining the Nuggets, joining a contender, joining a team with this type of talent. Uh, he says can't wait, he, he can't wait to play through Nikola Jokic. He draws a lot of attention. I'm a knockdown shooter. I draw a lot of attention. I can be a playmaker as well. Michael Porter Jr., he's a great small forward. He can do everything, honestly. Jamal Murray coming back, I can see us being a dominant one-two punch. So he Wait, is... who? Him and Jamal Murray, like in the okay. backcourt. Okay. Uh, he, he's hyped, man. He is hyped to be on the Nuggets. I really feel like it's where he wants to go. Hmm. I feel like he probably wanted to go to a lot of teams. I might have said that, too. But, look, that people like want to be a part of Denver is... um. I think a growing, like maybe not so much for agent classes and stuff, but I think like that that enthusiasm R.J. Hampton showed, Bone showed. I'm sure a lot of that's real. Like 
it's fun. It's a, it's a fun young team and a, and a place where you can develop and, and maybe win sooner rather than later. Guys, let's table some of this. I'm really eager to, to hear the rest of this, but we do have our guest right now, my partner, my co-host on Locked On Nuggets, senior NBA writer from the Action Network, Matt Moore. Matt, we're patching you through here. Give us just a second here to bring you on the show. It takes a second to hit all the buttons. Are you in the same room? Did your power also go out? Earlier tonight, <laughs> Ryan Blackburn, the power went out, and he appeared to us in a black void the same way you are right now. No, I just live in shadows. Okay. That's just that's how I roll. Oh, it's so great to see you, man. Harrison, how are you? It's been so it's been so long. Lynn, Adam, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> But seriously, Matt, Bones Highland, was this a surprise? When you saw the pick come through, were you surprised by it? He didn't see me. No, I'm not, not totally surprised. Uh, I'd heard that he was on the list of guys. Um, I think you and I talked about him on Lockdown at one point. You know, he's, somebody afterwards commented it was, most, it was TJ. TJ sent me a text and was like, this is the most Tim Connolly pick imaginable. A yeah. scrappy, good character kid. Uh, with a great handle like it's just a very tim conley and a great pick. shot too i mean tim conley he likes his guys that can shoot right likes the guys that can shoot so i wasn't surprised when i checked in on some of the other guys notably our favorite Jaden springer like there was some concern about the shooting and so it makes sense that highland went there i, I thought that he was a guy that could go higher based off of all of the draft boards that i pay a lot of attention to they all had they were all crazy about bones so i think nuggets fans especially like that interview that harrison was on like He's just exuberant and he's so electric. Like, I, I love his energy in that press conference. And like you guys were talking about before I came on, you could tell that he's really excited to be in Denver and that shows. So you think it was real, the excitement for Denver? Because I imagine a lot of guys have been trained to say this, like you're happy to be here, whatever. You think it's real? Yeah, I mean, part of it is I think that because usually they're, they're so young, like these are all 18 to 21 year olds that even if they're trained, they're bad at it. Like we've been in draft rooms <laughs> so before. Like, yeah, you know, it's great to yeah. be a Nugget. Just excited to get started, I guess. Like this yeah, was yeah, more. Yeah. Like he was genuinely, I think, really excited to be part of the team. And like you were mentioning, I think part of it is the fact that they've been in the playoffs, and you've seen how awesome Jokic is, and you've seen Jamal Murray go nuclear. Like I think that that like these are the guys that those guys were watching when they were coming up now, and that mm. it's going to carry over. But. I like what Bones brings. I think it's a pretty good fit. They need shooting. He had shooting. He's not, you know, he, he can ride Space Mountain, so that's, that's a plus. <laughs> wow. Right. Is that a shot at me or Faku? <laughs> it's a shot at Vote specifically, but also Faku catching strays here. Um, so what should Nuggets fans expect from, from Bones? Obviously, he'll be a part of Summer League. I think he'll be a – like when you talk about what guys excel Bones at Summer League, guys that shoot with the ball in their hand, court. okay, he should be exciting there. But what about – next year what, what what should the nuggets expect from him immediately to order the grand rapids gold that's what i mean though that's what i'm saying okay he's going to be with the gold but even on that in that way like what are we i'm excited for to watch the gold this year is he going to be uh like a dynamic player for the gold rather than is he the the number one guy on the gold going into the 2021 season you know i wonder i think i think a lot of it's going to be what do they see him as Right, like when they get in and they actually get to work with them, do you see him more as a three and D spot up guy that can also create a little bit off of the dribble, or is it no? Like we want to give this guy the ball and see what he can do with it because he does have such a good handle and he is able to hit shots off of the dribble. 
he just isn't known as a, like a really good playmaker, right? So maybe that's what they work on is, hey, we're just going to run you through pick and roll like right. every single time until you're able to learn how to operate. Because if he has that component of actually making reads, if he develops that part of his game, that makes him, I think, a lot more exciting as a potential long-term prospect beyond just, hey, he can do some stuff with the ball. You want him to be able to do some of that, some of that kind of stuff. I don't think G League is a great environment to work on defense. I've never thought it was it was a mm. great environment to work on defense, but that'll obviously be another priority. And then just strength training, you know, trying to turn bones into muscle. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're too good at this, annoyingly so. Um, I'm surprised that Bull Bull wasn't traded. I know there are still a couple picks rolling in. I think there's five or six more picks still to be had. Were you surprised at all that he hasn't been traded? And maybe do you expect him to be traded here in the coming minutes? I mean, I, I think that he probably gets traded sometime during free agency for in like a minor deal. I don't, I think that they got to clear the, the roster spot, but I just don't think that there's any interest. I don't think, I think a lot of it was if he had carried over the momentum from the bubble, then in the training camp, I think there would have been a lot of excitement for him and they probably could have been traded earlier in the season. I, I think the book is kind of out that you can't really believe that he's going to be the guy that you can trust it. Like you don't want to sink assets into a guy that wasn't able to earn a rotation spot that was sitting there for him. Like right. He had every opportunity to do that and he just wasn't able to get it. I still think there's a, from the people I talk to, they're like, we just don't know what he is. Like one exec was like, is he a three? Is he a four? He's not a five. He has, right. you know, we're in this positionless NBA, but at the same time, I still have to know what role you play. And I don't know what role Bobo plays. And I think that's going to cause some issues. I expect him to get traded, but I just don't think the offer came tonight, especially with how many teams I think we're making reaches tonight. Do you expect him to be on the Nuggets Summer League roster in 10 days? I don't, just because he's been in long enough that I don't know. It's It would be kind of surprising to see. It's very rare that those guys come back that time. He did miss out on one because it didn't exist because of a global pandemic. So right. maybe, but yeah. I would be a little bit surprised at this point if, and also, like, I think if you're the Nuggets, you're also, you kind of want to see if you can get other guys on. If he's willing to go, I think you definitely do it. You know, put him through all the paces. Get get that work ethic up. Like build build as much as you can with Bull. There's still a lot of talent there, um, but I, I would say it's a 50-50 proposition. I'd probably lean away from it. If Bull was on the team, you're talking about Zeke, Najee, Bull, Marcus Howard, and now Bones Highland. That's an A plus summer league team. Like when I say A plus, I mean fun. I have no idea if they're good, but that's like we've had boring summer league teams. But that's like as fun as it gets for summer league. Yeah, that's that's one of those teams that they have to start pulling guys off so that they don't want to make it in the play the playoff tournament in summer league. The <laughs> league to stay there. Like that's how that's how good that team would be. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, just real quick, let's throw Bull out for a second. Zeke Naj, your own personal ranking of who you're excited to watch from the Nuggets at summer league would it be Marcus? Would it be Bones or would it be uh, Zeke or Zeke. other? I want to see Zeke. That's that's really what I want. I want. I think I want to see the most of is just. You know, with he's gonna look so much better than everybody else because of his playoff, his not playoff, but his regular season experience. I think, although I gotta tell you, like I like Highland a lot. I want to see if Highland can translate because he's got such range. Yeah. Like if you just give him the green light. What does Bones do? I think that's a really interesting question. I'm I'm pretty interested in it. Um, Marcus, I think you can count on him putting up points, but I'm not sure that like there's nothing that you're gonna see from Marcus Howard that's gonna make you go like, ooh, like, maybe this is. He's taken like a neck, like I don't think that he can get to like a next step, but I think that Zeke, Zeke can get to a next step. And I think Bones can show more than maybe we we're expecting going in the summer league. 
Let me ask you about the general draft, though. I thought this was a little bit of a drunk draft in terms of the mocks were all off. I mean, usually they're not off by this much. There's a surprise here or there. There were a lot of picks that came out of nowhere. Which picks surprised you the most? And how would you sort of define the, the first round of this draft overall in the NBA? I, it was a very surprising one in that so many of the top guys were completely wrong in the yeah. mocks. Usually they're off by a few, but not by as many as went tonight. Um, mm. Many people were surprised by Scotty Barnes. Not this guy who bet <laughs> Scotty Barnes to go fourth at a very big number. Wow. Uh, hey. A little brag here. All right. I like it. You could have texted me. You could have given me a little advice here. You have to pay for it, my man. Oh, okay. It. That's how that goes. You, go. um, you know, honestly, Wagner going to the Magic surprised me a little bit. I thought they would go Moody. Moody going 14 to the Warriors, I was like, how did this guy fall this far? Yeah. Um, I yeah. think Moody's going to be really, really good. The, the Primo going to the Spurs was the usual, like, what? Yeah. Um, the Patriots taking Duarte that early, I thought it was a real reach. It, I'm not surprised that Giddy went that high because like everybody really likes Giddy and like we're falling over themselves to get him. Shengun was supposed to go earlier, so the, the Thunder kind of got a steal there. Um, and then beyond that, I think uh, I was a little surprised that uh, Garuba fell as far as he did because I thought he was the big that everybody was going to kind of like really get in on. Um, other than that, like I think a lot of the guys wound up. It's it's re reasonable. Like everything makes I can easily be like, well, I didn't expect that, but it makes sense except for the Kings taking Davion Mitchell, ex unless you just factor in the fact that it's the Kings and you have to expect them to do the weirdest thing possible. <laughs> what did you think of um, the Zaire Williams pick? Was that a little early or did that surprise you at all? I thought it was early. Uh, I, got, I get the sense from talking to folks that uh, he was their guy at 17 and they moved Eek. up. And then all the guys that they wanted at 10 mm. were already gone. And so they just took the guy that they were going to take at 17. Mm. And that's a really bad use of assets. But Yikes. Memphis has a pretty good history of, of hitting. Like their draft record has been really good. So I, I'm hopeful that it works out. I would have loved to have seen Moody there. I, as a Grizz guy, I was leaning, I was hoping for Moody there. But I still think that there's a good chance. Like the, the Grizzlies now occupy kind of a space along with some of those other teams where I'm like, mm, they're probably going to be pretty good just because that front office does the work and really does a really good, great job scouting. The big story today, I think this is the big story, is that Russell Westbrook is a Laker. What do you make of that move specifically with how it pertains to Denver? Obviously, the Lakers have been the team in Denver's way, the team that kind of has their number. Does this make them better against Denver? I'm just excited for a playoff Rocky the super mascot versus Rust <laughs> battle. That's, That's what, what you're excited for. But I mean, look, if you're the Nuggets though, you finally got rid of Russell Westbrook who had been a, a, been a thorn and now he's back. That's annoying. Look, I think, I think the spacing concerns are legitimate. I think the fit is a legitimate concern. I think a lot of it, to me, this screams LeBron being like, I can't give you 80 games anymore. I can't give right. you 70. I, you're going to have to get somebody to take some of the minutes. You're just going to have to. I can't do this. Um, and so I think Russ is kind of the backstop on that. I'm happy for Russ because he's from L.A. and that's going to be a really exciting moment for him being a Laker. I still kind of think, like, I wonder, there's a possibility that they wind up working the, the Kings when this thing finally gets worked out, that the Kings wind up work, getting worked in and they get healed too, and that's a really good team right, right now. I think the Lakers are, are still kind of in the same spot, right? Where it's like, yeah, they're going to be good. They're going to be in that title conversation. There's a lot of ways that this can go sideways. I think that's the same thing. I, I don't think that that changes with Russ. I think they're good. I don't think Russ makes them bad. 
I think that there are going to be matchups that are going to be tough, but there are going to be matchups that they'll be, that he'll be really good against. And ultimately, it's a really good player that goes 100 miles an hour that can distribute and get Anthony Davis easy buckets, um, and that'll help them. But I don't like I don't look at this and go like, ah, oh, season's over. Like, no, right. this team's still beatable, but they're going to have to figure out how. Were you surprised? This is the last one from me, but are, were you surprised that Ben Simmons did not get traded tonight? No, uh, I heard there was a late push by a team in the top five, and they just couldn't get it over the line because, again, the Sixers are just holding out and just hammering big offer after big offer. I think the Sixers' plan is to basically annoy the league into having so many dumb offers they've heard about that they just like, fine, here, here's a good one. Take it. Right. Okay. Stop <laughs> inundating us with terrible offers for Ben Simmons. Um, I, I still think, look... I don't expect Ben Simmons to be on the Sixers on opening night. I would right. be surprised. I expect Damian Lillard to be with the Blazers. I don't expect Ben Simmons mm. to he's be been, with them. He's like, been, the word all along has been free agencies when Ben's going to get moved. He's mm. been thrown around in so many trade rumors. How could you possibly bring him back at this point? Oh, you can't. Well, I, I, hear that, I hear it's not just that, though. It's like he's ready for it. He wants to start over. Yeah. He, he should be ready for it, to be honest with you. Like, he should. It just, he, hey, after, after your teammate completely ran you over with a bus at post in a post-series press conference, yeah, I, I would want out too. Matt, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Do you have any parting thoughts on the on this draft or anything else we didn't hit that you think we sh- you, you really wanted to share? Uh, I'm looking forward to Pepsi Center going absolutely nuts for Bones, uh, yeah. and that should be a really good time. Can't wait to see you guys again. Uh, Dove, great to see you. Adam, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow on Locked on Nuggets. <laughs> Harrison, can't wait to get beers with you. And that's it, guys. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it's coming when it gets to network. He loves to just dog you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> do you guys like? Do you have actual beef, or is that no, just like no, no, joking beef? No, no. I think part of it too is that it's always like we get our little jokes, and then we see each other in person, and it's like great to see each other, and then uh, we don't actually get that part now. So it's just us <laughs> taking shots at a distance, and now I don't think either of us are sure anymore. So I'm very, I'm really looking forward to getting a beer with Matt eventually. Well, let's hit a break, guys. We're long overdue for a break, so let's hit our final one on the other side. We're gonna get the final report from Harrison. We're gonna give our final thoughts. Uh, on the 21 2021 NBA draft put a button on it but first when I get home guys waiting for me some of that sweet good good from Solace Meds <laughs> oh, okay. uh, we've got a new partner alert uh, it's not that new anymore you know about Solace Meds they've got four convenient Colorado locations one in Fort Collins Wheat Ridge one off right Broadway now. and one just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar where do you think I was going we can talk about it later um <laughs> If you head to that Wheat Ridge location, you get a free Solace Bar or King Cone when you mention the code as well. That's the Wheat Ridge, Wheat Ridge location of Solace Meds. Uh, head in, mention the DNVR20 code, get 20% off, and a free Solace Bar or King Cone. Um, all these amazing deals. Like, Solace Meds has a lot of great deals that they do on their own. You can also always use that DNVR20% code. So don't be afraid to go in there, tell them we sent you, and get yourself set up with some of that sweet, sweet marijuana. Um, in a hard left turn, as far as the ad reads go, hard left turn, uh, time to talk about Chevalier Mortgage. Uh, you can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. Or you can call Mike directly at 970-412-2472 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. You guys, it's stressful buying a house right now. I wouldn't know because I'm a broke boy, but if you've attempted this process, you know exactly what I'm talking about, probably more so than I do. The housing market is crazy in Colorado. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They will alleviate so much stress and worry off your plate. 
Uh, fun perk for DNVR listeners: if you visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a, fr- you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with that free consultation. One more time: that's dnvrmortgage.com. Guys, it is Michael Chevalier and MLS number one nine three one zero zero six. Virginia Chevalier and MLS number one nine one zero six three one. And uh, it's time to talk about the stuff that Eric dreams of at night. And by night, I mean the middle of the afternoon. And by afternoon, I mean the afternoon of our draft show. Hassle Cattle Company, Blue Collar Beef. We brought you the damn good beer. Now we're bringing you the damn good beef. Hassle is hooking you up with 10% off your entire purchase. Just use code DNVR10 at checkout. That's DNVR10 to save 10%. Every single time, any orders over $200, you receive free shipping. Uh, Look, we're pushing this on you for a reason. It's delicious. Check out Hassle Cattle Company. Get in on that blue-collar beef. I got to throw out a DraftKings pick of the week or else I'm going to get fired. Um, I am going to take Slovenia. Minus. Shouts to to Vladko continues to impress. I'm I'm not not joking. Vladko continues to impress. He went 5 of 5 the other night for the field. I'm taking Slovenia minus two and a half against Spain on Sunday. Slovenia over Spain? Yes. With the points. What is the po- Are they favored? Yeah. Really? Is that not surprising to you that they're favored? Dude, Slovenia. What's that? The next basketball power of the world. <laughs> it really might be with Vlatko as their second yeah. best Give me, yeah, give me Slovenia it. in the points. Spain, Spain's a little... Blacko really does look like a like. It's honestly hilarious watching him out there. He just looks like a unit, man. He's so much stronger than like all the guys out there. He knocking down his threes, so it's just so beautiful. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, Blacko Hive, it's here. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you aboard the Blacko Hive? Oh, you kind of laughed it I'm off like that, not really. I'm on that on that train. I like I like Blacko. Yeah. I don't like Slovenia, but I like. You don't Blacko. like Slovenia? Well, on principle. Game, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. I hey, really? Those Slovenians. I don't think that they're gonna win that game. Dirty Slovenians. <laughs> some deep-seated history here. All right, um, let's get back to this interview here with Bones Highland. So the other couple of notes I have, um, he's also just such an underdog too, and because of that, he fits so well with this Nuggets roster, which is stocked full of underdogs. Um, I mean, he had to come back from injury in high school. He went to VCU. He probably could have gone to a bigger school, but he went to VCU had to fight to get respect nationally at VCU. And then, you know, he said in that interview that right now that he's going to carry a chip on his shoulder for all the teams that passed him up. Um, so he's motivated for sure. And and like I said earlier, he's just a gamer. I think that's something Nuggets were really attracted to. He, he's going to go all out all the time. He's just an absolute gamer. And the other note I have is I was told that the song that he rapped to the Nuggets in the pre-draft interview was about Kobe. So that's, that's just a little note. It was about Kobe, huh? Yeah. Do you think the Nuggets asked him to rap or he said, hang on, guys, Man. I prepared something for you? I, I don't think the Nuggets asked him All to right, rap. All right, I'm just asking here. <laughs> I think he – Um. I think it wasn't the only pre-draft interview that he did that in. I think that's like – That was part of his routine? Like he was like, you know what, this is the portion I'd like to play a rap for you? I mean, I, I wasn't in the room, but I, I think it happened more than once. <laughs> Pretty hilarious, man. You know what it tells you, though, if anything? Confident. Yeah, I think that's coming Take through. A lot, I don't have clear. the confidence to rap in front of strangers, especially in a job interview. 
Never I think, once done yeah, that. I think he is generally a very confident person. <laughs> I think Bones is calls himself yes. Bones. So. Yeah, if you call yourself Bones. Wait, what? This, this was also brought up on the Zoom, but I had no idea what anybody was talking about. Oh, of course. Oh my gosh, Ariana, I can't Bones, wait. Bones invented a dance move. Bones invented a dance move. Do you have a mic, Kale? I don't. All right. I don't Do know. I this is going to be tough thing? to read. This is a lot. No, that's a reference. You guys can all Google it. Go check out Ariana we, on Twitter. We, should we hit the YouTube that's video? A lot of words, bro. Oh. What's we the click, YouTube video? There's a li li YouTube video link on that. In can that you? Tweet. Are you able to hit the YouTube video? Yeah, up yeah, top. Yeah. Oh no, this is a. Uh, oh yeah. No, you're good. No, go go up to the top. Oh, we can watch this too, I guess. But right, right there, right, right there. See it? There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Boom! You got it. There we go, Kale. We'll do it live. This is his dance he invented. Oh man. All right. Oh, music video. Uh, parental discretion advised, probably. Yeah, we are <laughs> super gonna get copyrighted for that. Uh, take off the volume, then. Yeah, yeah probably turn, take off the volume. Up. Yeah, turn the volume <laughs> up. I just wanted to see the dance. Is there a dance to the song or no? Well, <laughs> uh, we're uncertain if we're going to get a copyright claim if we play the Bones Island dance. There it is. Boom. Look at it. All right. For our next act, vote is going to uh, copy this dance. Copyrighted by Bones. In the, in the history of <laughs> we're doing. Really tough, <laughs> tough introduction to Bones. <laughs> our account is down, guys. Bones got us. All right. Is that it? Man, he's got a lot of people doing it. Are they at the YMCA? It kind of looks like the Macarena. I think this will play really well on the podcast. <laughs> this this portion of the... This portion how do you guys the... feel about moving on? I'm ready to do it. <laughs> is that his uncle? This He's is so wound up tight. We just drafted Bones, man. Huh? Dude, in the first two minutes, I didn't even know where the draft order was. And you asked me, and I thought we were talking about Kisper, and we were talking about Giddy. I've been, I've been <laughs> rattled since I sat down. <laughs> no need to be rattled. Um... I'll ask we, we, before you got here. Ask someone else. Please. No, well, I'm oh, asking okay. Harrison. Yeah, okay. yeah, before you got here, um, you know, there's a connection between Bones and Will Barton. I don't know if it was brought up at all on it wasn't on the interview, but apparently he knows him, and 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 I'm told we'll have to get confirmation on this, but told that he even looked up to him as a mentor, or Barton looked down to him as a guy he can mentor. One of the, one of the two. Do you, <laughs> what happened? Joel oh, Yai just agreed to a two-way contract with the Lakers. Oh man! Oh my God! Come oh, on, man! Come on! McKinley Wright, they better not take McKinley Wright from us. That would be the worst. Well, he didn't get drafted, did he? No. What a bummer, man. He, I'm about to see him sign a deal with the Blazers, I feel like. Though. The Blazers Hopefully and go play not. with Chauncey. You're right. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. That um, actually would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Man. I just That'd blew Dev's mind. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a bummer. <laughs> It'd be a bummer. What a McKinley Wright just destroys Bones Highland in the summer league. We're like, God oh, damn it, what happened? He's gonna, I mean, dude, the he's gonna do it. You say the Bones Highland uh, Marcus Howard summer league backcourt though. My God, fire, man! <laughs> My God. But do you think that this means anything for Will Barton's return? I'm gonna say no, just because. I mean, Bones Highland, uh, he's a rookie still. You know. He did a lot in college, scored a lot of points, handed out a lot of assists, playmate a lot, but I mean he's still a rookie. I, I I don't think it changes much, to be honest. Okay. 
That, that's my read. I mean, I don't know, but that, that's my read. And I also don't know if this is what you're asking, but I, I'd be like, you know, I don't think Denver's in a position where they're, like, drafting guys to help them retain guys. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So, I just maybe a byproduct. Sure, of it, though, sure, sure. Know? I mean, it can't hurt. Yeah, you're definitely right. This is not a strategic move. They're going to waste the draft pick and like, whatever <laughs> else to get Will Barton back. It just could be a byproduct. Um, the last thing I'll say, you know, I always thought that this year, more than most years, the draft was a small piece of the puzzle for the Nuggets offseason. Free agency and the trade market becomes a much bigger piece, and now we turn our attention there. Um, with how the draft went, it's not necessarily a surprise, but do you feel like, okay, this creates an urgency for the, for the Nuggets to really go out and get players that are ready now? And, and is the pressure on them in free agency? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, this is still a team that, like, they're a contending team. They're also, you know, going to the playoffs. Um, they also have guys on their team that are going to continue to get better. Like, as good as Michael Porter Jr. was last year, he's going to get better. Um, they still have the continuity. Um, still a really good coach. Like, everything is still there for them. And hopefully they don't have to go into the, the playoffs with, you know, the same type of, like, injury luck uh, that they have had um, this last year. So, I don't think that there's urgency that's there, um, and I think they're just they're they're okay with their chances. And clearly, they didn't even have the same idea as we really need to change our team around to get a defensive guy or a guy that's for this. Like they're like we're sticking with what we know in the draft, and this is who we are. Um, I think they definitely have to go get a defender or two for sure at the two three. Um, they definitely don't need to get any more guards. Yeah, <laughs> they don't need to add a guard well, in free agency. Probably. We'll see what happens with Bart. Other than Barton, yeah, yeah, right. If Barton doesn't come back, yeah, they Maybe probably they do, do need, need another guard. guard. Yeah, I mean, in theory, there's probably some sort of impactful defender for the full MLE, right? I mean, it's probably not like a game-changing name, right. but yeah, they, I think that they should like the, to sum it up. There's still a glaring need, right? That hasn't changed since the beginning of the night. Yeah. Well, this will wrap it up for our draft coverage today, guys. We appreciate everybody that spent some time with us. I will say that you know every year at this exact day when there is a player drafted, what that player ends up being is always so different from what we envisioned, whether it's Nikola Jokic, whether it's Michael Porter, whether it's Jamal Murray. All of these guys have an arc, and that arc, it's not quick. It takes a long time, and Bones Highland is just the latest addition to that, and I'm excited for him. He certainly seems like an interesting character and an interesting player. It might be a ways away before he really you know, sort of makes the big impact on Denver, but... Now that the dust has settled, I'm excited for Bones. Might not have been Should what be. I wanted coming into it, Should but be. I'm just sort of curious and excited to kind of see and, and welcome him back into the city of Denver. Who has? McKinley Wright with the Timberwolves. Well, there McKinley you go. Another division still. Two way deal with still the in the division, which is kind of a bummer. What a drag. Um, so, uh, anyway, I'm excited for the Bones Island era in Denver. I'm excited for it the to era. begin. He sounds like uh, uh, a, a real character. I want to say a big shout out to everybody that watched it, but two people in particular that deserve a lot of praise here, and that is, of course, super producer Kale behind the screen. Do you want to put yourself on the camera there, Kale? Uh, and, and then, of course, Ali. Ali, oh, you can God. hop on Get in there. Get yourself off the camera. Oh, look at oh, that. God. These two guys, you guys, oh, look at Eric in the background. Don't pay attention it's to that. Photo bombing. Completely photo bombing. <laughs> guys, um, this show is. You go to a studio or something, there's like 10 people working on the set. We try to pull off all the same stuff that they do in a studio with just two people and sometimes wonky Wi-Fi and crazy equipment. Um, but the creativity and hard work of those two. By the way, it's not just during the show today and the six hours that we've been live or whatever it is. They've been But it's grinding. also been grinding behind the scenes, doing all the graphics that you see and putting all that together, the planning, the setup, the teardown, all of that stuff. So 
we get to be in front of the camera and just have fun and do this, but those two, in incredible work. Thank you, you guys, guys so much. You guys are suckers. You should have my job. <laughs> All right, peace. McKinley Wright's going home. All right, everybody. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We've got one more show to do tomorrow before the week's out. We'll see you then. Right now at Strava Craft Coffee, DNVR listeners, you guys can get 25% off your first purchase with the code DNVR25. And if you're a returning customer, you can use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your order. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. It can help relieve back pain, neck pain, arthritis, IBS, stuff that's been going on for a while, long-term uh, aches and pains that you just haven't been able to get rid of. Try out CBD, try out Strava Craft Coffee. It can really help a lot. So use the code DNVR20 for 20% off. If you're a first-time customer, DNVR25 will eat 25% off at StravaCraftCoffee.com.